Welcome to Pure Mind Magic, the show to evolve your mind. Our mind is the most powerful thing we have, but no one teaches us how to use it. When we find out how, we're ready to create magic in life and in business. Learn real mindset secrets from brilliant minds around the world to change your mindset and income level forever. With every decision you make, you create your future. What is your next move? Now, welcome your host. International magician, speaker, and podcast performance consultant, Jennifer S. Royal. Hi, this is Jennifer, and welcome to Pure Mind Magic. Today, I have a guest I was tracking down for quite some time and really, really wanted to have her in my show. I'm talking about Kathy Horn. And this powerhouse really is pure inspiration. I found her through listening to her amazing show with the title Turning Coaches into Millionaires Radio. And that is what she does. She helps you to gain massive influence and she's known as an international success and business mentor. She's all about launching and scaling online businesses and she has an exceptional, inspirational, personal story behind it, what she has gone through in life and what she was able to break through and gain all this success for herself and her family. So stay, stay tuned in for a really deep interview that Just to give you a little bit of a warning here, can give you goosebumps by listening to it. I had them myself while I was interviewing Kathy. And I also had the pleasure to be a guest on her show, The Turning Coaches into Millionaires Radio. We will also talk a little bit about the money mindset and also the universal laws of abundance. And Kathy really is very good in manifesting rituals and she has some of her own. She also has prepared a freebie for you and all this later in this episode. Before we dive directly into it, two things I wanted to mention. So first, going on right now live is the total mentality The Total Sales Mentality Makeover Masterclass from my good friend Christine Slonsky, host of the Heart Sales Podcast. And she has invited 20 amazing speakers, including myself, to teach people on how to improve their mindset and sales skills and everything around it. And uh, I highly recommend that you register yourself. It's free at the time now in May 2019. And when you are listening after that, you will also be able to access all this great content. So there's a link below and you can grab your free ticket and listen to all the guest speakers and prepare to learn a lot from it. And also when you would like to 
start in podcasting or more how you can use podcasting to grow your network for your business, for your online business, then you can check out my brand new online course, my first online course that I created. And I'm really happy when you support me with that. With the coupon in the description, you can get 90% off and just get started. See if you like it. And there's obviously a money back guarantee for you. So I think this is a lot to get started. See what you like, decide for yourself. But now I would like to go directly into this awesome interview with Kathy Hahn. Hi, Kathy. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be here. I couldn't wait to have you on because I really fell in love with your podcast. Oh, I love it. I received that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool because your podcast is named Turning Coaches into Millionaires Radio. And I found it actually on Spotify. And while I was traveling, I couldn't stop listening to it. And you had this amazing, like... Yeah, you had several episodes on how to travel the world for free. And this is something we're going to tap into in this episode. And I can't reveal secrets, but you will today. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kathy, but before you do, I just love to make my listeners curious. Please introduce yourself. Yeah, thank you. You know, you can't see my face right now, but I have a smile like from ear to ear, um, you know, because being on podcasts and, you know, just speaking to an ocean of people, um, you know, it's it's really nice hearing feedback because you don't get a lot of it unless it's, you know, usually like negative feedback, like, oh, you should do this differently. So thank you. I received that completely. So I'm Kathy Hahn. I live in Denver, Iowa. It's a tiny town of about 1,400 people in literally the middle of the country. And I've been a coach for nine years now. And um, I've had a, a pretty traumatic past. And I spent a long, long, long time really broke and really like kind of um, being stuck as a victim of my circumstances because of all the trauma that I went through. And, um, I did have a, a radical shift in my life. I pivoted, realized that I need to stop waiting for that savior to come by and rescue me. And, um, I had the power within me all along. It's a lot like, um, you know, wizard of Oz where it's like, Oh, well you had you know, the, the power to get home this entire time. And I really discovered that within myself after years of, of dealing with what was me and uh, a pity party, basically. So I've come out on the other side of things, um, have a wildly successful coaching business. I'm a blogger, podcaster, um, helping women all over the world. So Yeah, wow, that's really an interesting uh, backstory there. And I remember that I actually heard another episode of your podcast where you were sharing all the details of what you went through. And I hardly couldn't believe how you made this transition from all this uh, drama you had to being so successful you are now. So maybe, Kathy, can you share a few insights about your backstory, where you started and how you turned your life around? Yeah, absolutely. So um, you're probably referring to the episode where I talk about the origin story. And that's 
uh, ironically, it was something that I put in there that was kind of like a very vague title. I'm like, okay, I'm going to dish it all and nobody's going to click on this and actually um, <laughs> listen to this episode because it's so vague. But it's actually, ironically, one of the most popular episodes and I get messages every single day about it. Like, oh my gosh, you are so like real and raw. So uh, I can give you a super quick um, Cliff Notes version um, of my origins. So um, I, I mentioned that I live in the middle of nowhere um, tiny town. Um, when I was a kid, I was sexually abused and then I was kicked out of the house at 14 by my stepdad. And so as a 14 year old who is used to living in a mansion on the side of a volcano overlooking Portland, um, and having two Mercedes, a Porsche, a Carmen Ghia in the driveway and a 44 foot sailboat down at the yacht club, getting, kicked out at 14 was a huge, huge heartbreak for me. Um, I had actually had a plane ticket to go visit my dad for spring break a few weeks later anyway. And so I just took a couple of suitcases and I found myself living in a trailer in the middle of a cornfield um, in a tiny town of like 1,200 people. And um, I found myself really, really poor living with my dad, um, having to do multiple jobs, um, because my dad was elderly and he was disabled and he took so many meds every single day that we couldn't even put like food on the table. And so that was really, really difficult. And I found myself doing what I could to like keep up. And so that's what actually drove me to a drug addiction. Um, this pressure to succeed and perform, um, and be all things to all people led me to being addicted to meth and Coke. And, um, also I, I smoked weed. I don't see that as a bad thing now, but and at the time here in Iowa, very illegal. So, um, found myself addicted to drugs and then a victim of human trafficking. And then shortly after that, um, once I got out of all of that, um, I found myself pregnant at 18. So I had my daughter at 18. I married the father who was abusive. We had another kid together. Um, he was more emotionally abusive than physical. I mean, there are certainly instances of him like punching me in the face while I'm holding our infant on the stairs, um, or like kicking me in the stomach when I'm pregnant. But really what stuck with me was all of the emotional trauma because I had already been wounded as a kid and planted a seed in my head that I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of love because I was kicked out, you know? And so I found myself over-medicated taking, I, I can't remember how many pills a day, but I was taking so much. I was basically comatose. I was either sleeping or I was crying. And mind you, I had two young kids at home. So not only did I feel like the worst mom in the world because of the depression, but um, it was really crippling and the anxiety. And I was actually diagnosed as bipolar back then, but then I uh, decided that I was going to go to counseling. Um, my psychiatrist was like, we need to, you know, do intense counseling for you. So I did like group therapy and that was where I got like a glimmer of hope. Like, okay, um, these are your circumstances now, but we can work through that. So I decided to leave him, decided to leave my husband. And then I came home and I said, this is what's going to happen. 
going to leave. And he gaslighted me and convinced me that because of my bipolar, alleged bipolar, um, that he would make sure I would never see my kids again. And so that night I overdosed on 32 prescription sleeping pills in an attempt to take my life. And the last thing that I remember is I heard my two-year-old screaming and sobbing as she's running up the stairs to my dad, my elderly father who lived upstairs. Um, mommy, die. Mommy, die. And it was at that moment that I said, oh, my God, like, what did I do? Like, I don't want to die. That's not what I want. I just wanted to escape. And I remember praying to God, please don't take me. Like, I will do whatever it takes to, like, make my life better. Now, during this time, like, I was full of drama. And um, I kind of, like, treat like, Facebook was pretty new then. And I was treating Facebook like a diary. And I was like, looking back now, I cringe at some of the things I would post on Facebook about, um, you know, all of the different drama that I was going on. And it was everybody else's fault, but mine. And so I spent nine days in the hospital after the suicide attempt. And it was there that a psychiatrist um, visited with me because you have to see one within 24 hours of being admitted for anything suicide or depression or anything like that. And the only one available because it was a weekend was a childhood psychiatrist. And so he's like, tell me your story. And so I told him my origin story and he sits back in his chair and he says, you're not bipolar. And I'm like, all right, so what am I? And he says, you have PTSD. He says, I I bet that you were medicated as a child for ADHD, weren't you? And I said, yes. And he said, yeah, those symptoms overlap. And so you were treated for something that never got better because that's not what you had. You have PTSD and that's why, you know, you're in this situation. And so, um, that was, gosh, that was, I think 2011 and it's 2019 now. So I've been medication free since that day. Um, just like really like being validated that I'm not crazy, that, um, I have valid feelings. I just need to learn how to manage them better. And so that's kind of really what I did. Like I stopped watching TV. Um, I started reading books. I used to read, um, like those, uh, celebrity magazines all the time about all the gossip. And, um, that caused so much anxiety for me, like feeling like I wasn't good enough. And so I stopped doing all that and I started surrounding myself with people that um, genuinely cared about me and lifted me up. I started attending conferences and um, yeah, that's, that was really kind of the pivotal moment for me was like feeling like I was validated and um, decided that life was worth living and that I needed to rescue myself. Nobody was going to do it for me. Wow, that still leaves me speechless. Uh, now hearing the story live from you is uh, even crazier. So it's I can't imagine how you you made really this pivot and took yourself from this one very bad place you were into where you are now. So obviously it it really shifted in your mind. So do you have any? insights more on what people maybe maybe can take away there when they feel really trapped in their own life yeah you know that that's a 
kind of a loaded question because, you know, people say like, oh, you know, you were able to take control and, and make this change. And looking back at it, I mean, that was in 2011. I'm so far removed from that situation that it's, it's easy for me to see like, okay, that was that transition that I made. Um, however, it's, it's really not like an overnight success type thing. It is a, um, a journey that I've been on for a very, very long time. There are days where I still don't want to get out of bed. I have a lot of, um, chronic health issues that there's no like cure or treatment for. So there are times where physically I, I can't get out of bed, but, um, thankfully through mindset work, um, those are far and few between, but, um, you know, you have to understand that a lot of this that you're going through now, if anybody's in a similar situation, um, it is for a purpose. And I know it sucks to hear that now. Um, it's a very hard pill to swallow. And I hear all the time from my mentor that it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. You may not see that yet, but I promise you, um, when you come out on the other side of this, you're going to have a much better story to tell. Yes, I would totally agree with you. And I'm sure, Kathy, that you already helped a ton of people with your story and being this inspiration and everything you learned and this complete transformation you went through. And you will help even more people in the future with that. And I just, like last week, came across another uh, podcast and there was one episode and the guy on the podcast podcast said that he gained 70 pounds of weight just to put himself into the situation of his clients who wanted to lose weight because he was always this perfect guy with the six pack and uh, delivering top performances and he couldn't imagine what it was like living with this overweight and being obese and all that so he put himself into this place with very bad health and everything to You uh, took the whole journey through it, lose the 70 pounds again to understand his clients better. And yeah. it worked incredible. I mean, this is just an example now, but it is true. So when you haven't been in this place yourself, how can you help anyone with it truly? Yeah. And that's, you know, it's funny that you bring that up. I'm actually friends with somebody that works for that guy that you're talking about. Um, so I've actually been following them for a really, really long time now, but you're right. Um, you know, you, you go through these things and you come out on the other side and there's a part of you who's like, gosh, I don't really want to tell that story because I'm afraid or I'm ashamed. Like I had so much shame, particularly around the human trafficking thing. Like there were so many things that I'm like, well, gosh, like, is, is that something that I could have prevented? Like I should have seen the signs, you know, like so much guilt. And it took me a really, really long time to share that. Um, and that was a lot in part, um, thanks to Brene Brown, who says that if you can share your story and others respond, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, but if others can respond with empathy and respect, then shame cannot survive. And so I am doing a disservice to people to not share that story and let them know that, hey, no matter what you're going through, yeah, it really sucks, but we've got choices. And I'm not saying that we all have the same privilege and I'm not saying that we all have the same choices. Like there are going to be some hoops that you have to jump through that 
I will never in a million years have to jump through, whether it's skin color, religion, location, um, socioeconomic status, like any of that. But um, we, we do have choices. Some of those choices, um, you know, are, are very quick and simple. Others, they're going to take you a long time, but you can work through that. Hmm, that sounds really motivational. So, Kathy, let's assume someone listening is really like 100% stuck at the moment and has the feeling that nothing is going anywhere or nothing is moving at all, whether it's in a personal life or even in entrepreneurship. So it happens to everyone. But what is the best tip you would say to get moving again? So even when it's just a tiny step, and I know that with depression, they say, just go out, dress yourself nice to get a better feeling. So something really small you can do when you are completely stuck and can't see anything at the moment. Yeah. And I think that, you know, when you're in those trenches, you're looking at this big elephant that you've got to eat and you're like, how am I going to swallow this whole elephant? Um, but they say that, you know, How do you eat an elephant? Just one bite at a time. So um, probably one of the, the first steps that you can take is um, to reach out to somebody um, like as a mentor. Um, I'm a firm believer in hiring mentors. I have spent tens of thousands of dollars on mentors. And um, I'd say like business wise, that's probably the biggest impact that I've had in business, which then translated into my life because, um, I didn't have the money. Like I couldn't even make rent. I was on a first name basis with the pawn shop where I had to pawn my TV and my lawnmower to make rent every month. Um, but I'm like, if I do not do something and if I don't invest in myself, nothing will change because my dad was very, very poor. And so, yeah, I had a taste of the rich life living with my mom and stepdad. But when I lived with my dad, like that's when that cultural conditioning kicked in. I'm like, oh, it's okay to live paycheck to paycheck. It's okay to put everything on credit cards and be maxed out every single month. Um, and so I knew that that wasn't going to stop that conditioning would not stop unless I made a change. And so that's why I invested in myself and that has paid me back 500 fold. Very valuable lesson, Kathy. And the, the amazing thing is that people now can get you as a coach or a mentor when they are interested in launching and scaling an online business. And I mentioned in the intro that you will reveal some secrets. And now after we heard your fascinating backstory and how you worked it through on your own and with the help of mentors and coaches, How did you manage then to live like this dream life, to travel the world and get paid while doing it? Yeah, great question. So I went to 21 countries in the last 18 months. And it took me a really long time to figure out like how to actually make that work. Because I knew as a small child, like I was meant to be somebody someday. And I was meant to do something really, really big. And I knew that I wanted to travel and I knew that, um, like I was always chasing the adventure. And so I figured out that I could 
go and find um, like really cheap flights. Like, uh, for example, I went to um, Oslo. Um, so from DC to Oslo and back for like 124 US dollars, I spent 10 days there. And so I'm always finding super cheap flights like that. And then I will put out to my audience like, hey, I'm going to be in Oslo or I'm going to be in this city or this country and I'm available for an intensive. An intensive is where you work one-on-one and get done um, work in your business or in your life. Depends on what type of coaching you do, but you can get it done um, in one day what normally takes like three or six months. So um, that usually uh, will at least be a couple thousand dollars that they would pay me for those intensives. It depends, you know, whether it's like a half day or a full day or even a weekend intensive. And so by having those intensives all over the world, I'm basically having that travel paid for. And once I started doing that, I also started reaching out to different brands because I'm also a blogger and an influencer. Um, I just got back uh, on Saturday, actually, from spending a whole week in Indiana, totally free with my whole family. And and there's five of us um, sponsored by three different tourism boards. So I mean, you can travel, you can do it all if you want. um, And you don't have to hardly pay anything or you can actually get paid to do it. That's almost magical. And (laughs) even more magical is, Kathy, that you do have for everyone listening right now a freebie where they can learn more about how to travel the world for free. Yeah. And I, um, in the freebie, I actually structure it. Like, here's what you do first. Here's what you do next. Um, because for me, um, I'm the type of teacher that doesn't like a lot of fluff and I'm like, I'm very type a, I want to know like, okay, I'm motivated. Just tell me what to do. And so that's what the freebie is. It tells you exactly what to do. So I I hope that you appreciate my method of teaching that. Definitely. I think this is great. And it's also like the reverse engineering magic because, you know, magic is all about distraction and distracting the audience and uh, pulling their attention away from what is going on really. So I just love when there is this clear uh, focus, you have no distractions and also your style of coaching when you do those intensives, because I think this is really where the magic can happen because yeah you don't have this distractions and you you have like this accountability partner that makes sure that you are really doing it because I know from a lot of people they start this like 12 month coaching programs and they never get things done right yeah I am a firm believer in done is better than perfect and you need to just do the work. Like so many people spend so much time being students and that's great. I learn every single day. I'm constantly soaking things up, but what separates me from somebody else who's not successful is I actually implement what I learn. And so that's why, why, um, actually before you and I started, um, the podcast interview, you and I were talking about like different methodologies that I've had. And I was like, Oh, you know, I'm going to have to refresh my memory because like that was, what, like six months ago that I was teaching that live on air. But 
I'm constantly evolving what I learn, constantly refining my practices with new best practices. So uh, what I have learned six months ago may not apply now. And it's like, oh, I found a better way. And that's why I'm super efficient. I don't hardly work. You know, it's I've, I've got three kids and I like to travel and um, I'm a bit of an introvert. I mean, I, I think I'm an extroverted introvert and I'm sure there's somebody out there that could tell me exactly what I am, but um, I like to stay plugged in um, and recharged uh, after an outing. So yeah, that's, um, it's evolving. Don't just be a student, implement. That is so cool because most people are really like hoarding all this information out there. And nowadays it's so easy because you can just research everything online and in public libraries and you can directly order it from Amazon or get it on your Kindle in the next three seconds. So, but it's not about information. It's actually about what you do with the information and the knowledge you gain, right? Yes. And actually a really good way of figuring out whether or not you're this type of person who's constantly collecting knowledge is to, when you have your name on LinkedIn, how many acronyms do you have after it? If you have more than two or three, it's probably because you're constantly a student and not actually implementing. And I actually did um, kind of like this independent study of my clients of those who come in and I've worked with, you know, thousands of people over the years, but those that come in who have all of these acronyms after their name, like MBA and CHF and, you know, whatever all those are, um, tend to not do as well because they have a habit of just learning, 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 getting all those accolades. And it sure it looks great on paper, but are you actually implementing? No. Yes, that's it. And I think also a, a big role plays the communication, like networking with other people. So it just came across the a quote, I don't know who said it, but like, forget your MBA and start networking. Oh, yes. My MBA was very, very expensive. And sure, I learned a lot and implemented a lot. But I felt like, um, gosh, if I could have put, you know, that 200 grand that I spent on my higher education into hiring mentors, holy smokes, how far <laughs> along would I be, you know? Oh, yeah, I agree so much with you. So I made the same experience with my uh, Master of Arts degree I got in Germany and then working with mentors as you did. And I still do. I mean, wow, it, it, there is there are worlds in between. So you on the uh, the university side have all this theory and it's great. And yeah, you learn something, but it is like a mentor can take you to the moon and back. Right. Right. Exactly. Because like uh, a friend of mine whose child is in university now said that she has a marketing teacher, uh, professor, excuse me, who has no idea what Instagram is. And it's like, Hmm. <laughs> so I mean education I I definitely feel there's a place for it I've got a 13 year old and she's going to be going to high school next year and so I'm like hey babe you don't have to go to college I'm going to tell you that right now but if you do go please go Ivy League because that will get you further than just a university degree <laughs> so 
<laughs> yeah, very good advice. And I think also that all the knowledge is transforming so fast when you look into the digital world and the whole online business world. I mean, like what I learned is already outdated and uh, there are things out there that weren't there when I was studying all this media stuff and, and filming. So this is really crazy and you have to keep up. And I think this is where you really have to be able to implement. And I think this is the, the really this key factor that separates people that are successful from people that are not successful. How fast can you implement what you learned? Right. Yep. Speed of implementation is really important to you. I'm so glad that you brought that up. Um, because while you're sitting here humming and hawing over, well, is the glass half empty or is the glass half full? The optimist like me is like, oh, snap, I already drank it. <laughs> That's a really cool picture, Kathy. I like that. <laughs> So before I move on into the next section, what I have on my list here, and I wanted to ask you about, can you give everyone listening a hint where they can pick up your amazing freebie on how to travel the world? Yeah, so um, the best way to find that actually is on the right side of my blog, which is idyllicpursuit.com. And I'm a lifestyle blogger, but I'm also a trip advisor influencer. So I write a lot about travel. So that's where I keep that housed. Um, we're also going to have that in the show notes for you, a direct link to that freebie. Very cool. Yes. And just a short side question, because that's interesting. I saw that on your LinkedIn profile, but how do you get a trip advisor influencer? Yes. Great question. I'm, I'm wondering that myself because they actually reached out to me directly. <laughs> and um, as somebody who loves travel so much and it's like the, the core of my being in my existence to get an email from TripAdvisor saying, hey, we'd love for you to be an influencer for us. Like that was like way cooler than me having been featured in like Forbes or USA Today or Reader's Digest or something. Um, so yeah, they just reached out to me. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that I'm consistent. I show up, um, I share, I give, 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 give um, without expectation of anything in return. Um, and that just comes back to me tenfold. Mm, I agree. This is always the best when people are reaching out to you instead of you chasing something, an op opportunity or whatever. Cool. So you have answered this question as well. And now on to my question about manifesting. So I know that you do have a manifesting ritual and you also improve that and that involve evolves as well. But I think this is always uh, cool to learn about how people are manifesting. And I think it starts with clarity. So first you have to know what you actually want. And then there are several techniques. But what would you say, Kathy, is the best technique that works for you? Yeah, great question. So you've actually got to play the game to win the game. So um, I have had previous clients who are like, you know, I'm doing all of the meditation, I'm doing all of the journaling, and I'm still not like getting what I want, whether it's, you know, the business that they desire or um, something else like winning something. 
And the question is always, well, what are you doing to work towards that? Because you may do all the right motions, but if you're not actually like doing the work to get you what you want, you're not going to get what you want. It's very rare that the universe just calls you up and says, hey, would you like a free laptop? Um, you actually, you actually have to then, um, like enter to win the laptop. Um, and I say this because I win literally everything. Um, although I haven't won that HGTV house that, um, there's a competition or a contest for every year I enter every time. So that's next on my list. But, um, just to give you an idea of like how powerful this can be. In like just a two week period, I won a laptop, a printer, a $500 custom toy package for my kids, two backpacks full of school supplies, a ton of gift cards, a trip for two to New York City. Um, and then at that same event that I went to where I won all that stuff a year later, two years later, excuse me, I won another laptop from that same event and a speaker. And mind you, a lot of these people that went to this event, I mean, there were thousands and thousands and thousands of people that went, didn't win anything, but I won all of this stuff because I genuinely believe that I win everything. Oh, also two years later at that same event um, with the laptop and the big speaker that I won, I also won a vacuum, a drill, and there's like two other little things that I won as part of like the vacuum and drill. Um, so yeah, like it's really, really powerful, but it also works in other ways, like in your business. So I don't have an enormous list. Okay. Um, I just really believe in connection. And so for me, who doesn't have a huge list to come out and place number seven in an affiliate contest and beat out the biggest names in the coaching industry, that's huge. And that's because I did the work. Like I had a 30% conversion rate, which is unheard of, but it's because I did the work and I believe that I could do it and that I could win. Wow. So I guess you don't have to be a mind reader right now to say what everyone in the audience is thinking right now. How is she doing that? I believe I'm lucky and I am. Um, actually, just over the weekend, um, I was at a media marketplace, um, which is where you have a bunch of journalists and bloggers and influencers meet together with uh, a bunch of different um, like tourism boards. And um, I was at the very last booth. And there was a giveaway and like, oh, snap, I don't have any business cards on me. I ran out and he's like, oh, we can write your name on it. I'm like, okay, that's great because I win everything. And I'm like, but I have to leave in like a couple of minutes. And he's like, oh, we're drawing the, the names in a couple minutes anyway. So I'm in the car and like, I just pulled out of the parking lot and I get a phone call. I'm like, I know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> like you won. And so I won like 10 different things as part of like this package. And like, I told you I win everything. So a lot of it's that belief, but then there's another element of, well, you're not going to win if you don't play. Yes. So <laughs> true. 
So, Kathy, I can imagine that a lot of people are now really curious to learn more about your work and how to manifest like crazy or like a magician. So, how is it working to get you actually as a coach, whether it's an intensive or a remote coach? What is the best way to approach you? Yeah, so you can visit my website, kathyhan.com, and that's H-A-A-N, like Cole Hahn, like the fashion guy. Um, and you can see what I have to offer. Otherwise, feel free to reach out to me directly. Um, I don't do discovery calls anymore because I do have a wait list, uh, but I'm happy to work with you once I do have an opening. Great. And little side note from me, I saw that Kathy has also an online course. So when you are like me and uh, you have not all this passion to, I mean, did I say this right? I mean, to wait on the wait list, then you can implement directly. And I saw that there is also a chapter about the manifestation ritual and also uh, talking about money mindset and the universal laws of abundance. So I think this would be also another option. You can check that out. I will put that in the show notes as well. And the amazing freebie Kathy mentioned. So Kathy, I want to thank you so much for coming on to Pure Mind Magic today and sharing all this wisdom. And also thanks for being so honest and clear about your backstory that was really like giving me goosebumps what you shared there and uh, it's it's really so astonishing the transition you made from there you are such an inspiration thank you so much thank you i am so honored to be on the show and um you know i i do want to leave your audience with just this these last words of wisdom. And I don't know who, who did the quote, but I repeat it often because it is like my ethos. It's who I am at my core. And that's the secret to telling a great story is living one. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining me today with this incredible interview with my guest, Kathy Horn. I'm sure you feel pretty inspired now, and I really highly recommend you check out all her resources and her website and even more get in touch with her. Also, the reminder, go to the Total Mentality Sales Makeover Masterclass and register to learn from 20 amazing speakers, all online, all in your own time. And you can do the same with my online course on how to use podcasting to grow your network. This is also in the show notes with your link to get 90% off to support my work at this show here. Maybe you're curious what's coming up next, next week, and I prepared an episode for you with the title, How to Get 100 Hours of Work Done in One Day. Obviously, you need a kind of magic trick to do that. You will learn by listening to the Midweek Motivation next week. Talk to you then. Have an amazing weekend. Until next time, create some magic. Thank you.